I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Mamma mia, here I go again. Mama, how can you chip a roo? A little ABBA? Yeah. A little... What is that thing called? Meryl Streep. Yes. Amanda Seyfried. 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 Love um, her. Cher. <gasps> Someone recently asked us, I don't know who or where, but they asked, oh, it was in our Patreon mailbag episode. This is why you guys need to be on Patreon. They asked us if we, we actually haven't officially answered this one, but it was a good question. If you could pick an actress to voice a Bob's Burgers character, who would they be? And I think Amanda Seyfried would be wonderful. Uh, I 100% agree. There's something very special about her, and I think she could do a fun voice on the show. I mean... Or she could just be herself. Or... Or... or, Say it, Max. She can do her... What's the the woman's name? Elizabeth... Holmes. Holmes. Deep voice. The... (laughs) <laughs> the one from the dropout she was so good in the dropout if you haven't watched the dropout yet it is worth it even if you already know the story oh it's so good but thank you for uh, mentioning our patreon there because we have a new patreon subscriber to thank okay and we have to burger pun their name let's hear it thank you so much for joining us tatiana tatiana moving forward you will be known as the tater tati prana burger I love tater tots. I don't know about the prawn part. Grilled shrimp and tater tots? Oh, potatoes? (laughs) Sounds good to me. I'll eat it. I think I would just want to be the tater Tatiana. Tater Tatiana. Yeah. Okay. Like, I just want cheese, meat, and tater tots. And leave me alone with my burger. Sounds good to me. Thank you so much for joining us on Patreon, Tatiana. If you would like to have your name burger punned here on the show, if you want to listen to what Skylar mentioned, our mailbag episode with all sorts of questions where we answer all sorts of things, along with 30 plus other episodes, 
you can go subscribe to Patreon, patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I just was trying to do the math of when this episode would be published. We're never good with that. (laughs) New year, new you. I hate that phrase, but how about new year, new Patreon subscription and community? Come join us. Yeah, that should be the official new saying anyway. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. New year, new secret menu. Oh. See, you get the U in there still. I love that. Max, are you ready for Skylar Sides, the fun facts before the fun facts? Dish it, girl. Before I get into this Louise-centric fun fact, I have a pitch for you. Pitch me. Pitch, right. pitch it, girl. So occasionally you take over Skylar Sides. And one of our listeners DM'd us for a pitch for something better than Max's Minute. I am proposing, thanks to our dear follower Robert, that going forward, Max's Minute should be Max's Munchies. Oh, I like that. Right? Yeah, sure. Because it has to be food related. I love it. Robert, we're going to do it moving forward. Max's munchies. It was so strange. Literally that morning I was like, it has to be something like with food, like an appetizer or something, but I couldn't think of anything that started with them. And then literally three hours later, Robert DM'd me and he, he pitched this. So I am there. I am so there. I love it. Well, It's, it's official. It's, yeah. Thank you, Robert. Skylar Sides, Max's munchies. So, I have a fun fact for you about Kristen Schaal. Earlier on our podcast, we discussed how cool it is that sometimes the thing that makes us unique, that maybe we potentially got made fun of for, can sometimes become our biggest asset. And we were talking about that in in regards to Kristen. But we were just hypothesizing um, that maybe that could be her story. I have found an interview that confirms that her unique voice gave her some intense emotional plight as both a child and as an aspiring actress. I kid you not, a voice teacher told her that she would never make it and that her voice was atrocious. That's so awful. Can you believe that? That's so awful. So... I have to read some quotes because I love this kind of stuff. This is from The Daily Beast, which is from the podcast, The Last Laugh, I believe. Shaw says, I knew my voice was different. As she recalled a time um, when she was made fun of for the way she talked in middle school. And so she asked her mom what was wrong with her voice. And her mom said, you just have a different voice. Shawl then went to Northwestern to study acting, which I actually didn't know. Did you know that? I did not know that, no. Very cool. And she says, every person that I came into contact with was like, oh, your voice, your voice, your voice, and not in a good way. She then continues, and then I had to take a voice class because I was in the acting program. And when I went in to register, the voice teacher was like, oh, there's nothing we can do for you. You are not going to make it. That voice is atrocious. Wow. That's horrible. I want to. I do want to point out how very uh, Linda and Louise that conversation with her mom was yes. about her voice. You're not bad. You're not wrong. You're just different. Yeah, and uh, and sh- I'm glad she didn't listen to them and kept pursuing it because her voice is so great. 
And it was great on Flight of the Concords. It was great on Last Man on Earth. But obviously, it is iconic as Louise. I don't think this show would be the show without her as Louise. It's a perfect voice. And her performance as Louise is just perfection. It really is. So a moment of gratitude that Kristen Schaal kept pushing forward. And did not listen to those awful comments about her voice. Amen. Should we play a little Bob Punter Max Pond before we get into the episode? Yes. I need something to lift my spirits because that kind of made me sad. Okay, we are doing pest control trucks this week. I love it. Are you ready for your first pun, Skylar? I'm so ready. Might as well. <laughs> mm. Max. Yes. Okay. Your next pun is, hit the rodent, Jack. That is very good. Ugh, Max is bouncing his eyebrows like Kevin McAllister at me. I want to say Bob's, but the way your eyes are shining with pride, I guess I'm going to say Max. Yes. Oh, whew. I was trying to trick you by having too much pride about it, but I guess <laughs> what? I was like, if I pretend like this is mine and be all excited about it, maybe she'll, vote, she'll go Bob's. Whoa. So that did not work. Your next pun is roach for the sky. Max. Bob's. Eh. And your final pun is Jiminy Crockett. <laughs> Max? Bob's. No, that was oh, really good. Bob's needed a good in the one. First half. Whatever. Off in the second half. Let's shake it off and get right into the episode. Yeah, this is a good episode. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for season seven, episode 12, please? The title is Like Gene for Chocolate. When Gene's favorite candy, Chunky Blastoffs, get a rebrand, he's determined to finally follow through on a project. He'll get the candy business people to change the formula back. Linda's totally down to drive the kids because candy. Meanwhile, Teddy convinces Bob to break into the golf course to steal the balls at the bottom of the lake. He's sure they'll cash out big. This episode came out on March 12, 2017. It was written by Rich Winaldi and directed by Brian Loschiavo. This was delightful. I love this episode. I it love is so much this fun. Episode. I love Gene getting to have a storyline and kind of run things for a bit. It doesn't happen enough. Yeah. It reminded me how much I love Gene. Me too. And how much I relate to him and that he's a creative and he likes creating. <laughs> and when you're someone like that, who's a creative and also has ADHD, you start a lot of projects. You start so many, you keep starting projects. And, and your heart is you so in the right always, place. Yeah, and you don't always follow through on those projects. The, but you want to complete things. Yeah, and he, and something that we're seeing in season 13, which is where we are currently, if you're listening to this in live time, they keep really developing his talent, which is really fun to see, but flashback to season seven and he's still like a little all over the place and first of all i just want to say this proves that gene can handle being the lead of an episode and it needs to be done more agreed 
I hate that I want to say something that annoyed me because I loved this episode so much and I loved Jean so much in this episode. But I'm just going to get it out of the way. I wish Jean did enough to talk like this the whole episode. Too much screaming for Jean. Yeah, like I... And there were great moments when, you know, he stands on the table and he has the lecture. I think maybe that's why he doesn't feel as grounded as some of the other characters sometimes. He's just a great character. And it's sad because, and we've talked about this with Aunt Gail, there are some people who truly do not like Jean. Mm-hmm. And if you go and look at the numbers on like hashtags under Gene Belcher, he is always the lowest Belcher. So he's clearly not a fan favorite. And I just think that's wrong. How do you feel about Gene? I think when we first started watching the show, Gene was my favorite. Me too. And it's weird that he's kind of fallen in those rankings. I, just because I think he started so strong and the other ones kind of have had more growth, it almost feels like, than he has. I'm going to say this. You just sparked a thought for me. Gene is fantastic. It's not his fault. The writers have not let him step up enough. Yeah, maybe it's just that he does, like, like we said, he does not get enough opportunities to. And this episode shows, like we said, that he can. And he's great. And he's just as enjoyable as the other two Belcher kids. And he doesn't have to just be a supporting player. Or like the one with the best one-liners. Yeah. I loved having him paired up with this child-like adult because I think sometimes people might feel that way about how Gene might grow up. But seeing them reflect each other and Gene, like he's down to throw Taffy at the wall, but then he's like, no, like, I am serious about creating change in this candy company. It was it was a nice reminder that Gene has so much depth. This is a good time to talk about his new friend over at Spratz. I guess he I would say he's the Kendall Roy of Spratz. Kendall Roy, no. No. Kendall can make some moves. He's the um what's his name? Uh Kieran Colkin? Roman. He, yeah, he's the Roman Roy. Although not a, as vulgar. A really great comparison, I think, is Bobby Newport from Parks and Rec. Which one's Bobby Newport? Oh, the candy guy. The candy yeah. guy who's like literally Paul a Rudd? man child. Yes. Yes. Exactly. That is true. I thought you were going to say Cousin Greg from Succession. Or, or Cousin Greg. He is voiced by Judah Friedlander, who, let's see, Judah Friedlander is known for his trucker hats and his like sideburns, longer hair, but he was a char- he was one of the writers on 30 Rock. In the writer's oh, room. I know exactly who that is. That's so funny. He's just got a very specific look, and he's yes. that, he has that look in everything. And he was also known for there was a Dave. I can't remember which Dave Matthews video it was, but uh-huh. he was he was hugging everyone in it. It's that was that's what he was known <laughs> okay, for. So okay. So like, see, like I feel like those are two the top two things he's known for. Those are good things to be known for. And maybe he was on VH1's Best Week Ever, which was a show <laughs> I used to watch all the time. What is that? It was people like come. It was like comedians and stuff, early internet era, who would comment on like headlines of the week and stuff. Oh god, that's almost like the soup. It's the kind of what it was. Yeah, without like a host, it was oh. all, all different comedians. You know, like Paul Cheer, all these people that probably have voiced done voices on Bob's Burgers were on that show. Oh, wow, flashback. Yeah, let's stick with some voices here. 
Yes, please. The tour guide, Michelle, who you said to me, that sounds very familiar. Brooke Dillman, who we've mentioned so many times on the show, does so many voices on Bob's Burgers, a lot of like, et cetera characters. Uh-huh. She is, any guesses who I always say she is to you so you know who she is? Any guess? Nat. She voices Nat. No, that's Jillian Bell. She but, and is, I just guess that every uh, time. She is Pam's landlady on that episode oh, of The Office. Oh, God, Skylar. Pam Come sets on. her up with Michael, and she, Michael's so mean to her. Brooke Dillman. Random thought. Mm-hmm. How much do you think you get paid, like, to voice a character like that? Like, there's not that many lines. I'm sure it's some kind of deal for, like, um, kind of like ensemble characters. Like, you come in to do all sorts of characters. You uh-huh. know, you probably have some sort of contract sign. And like, hey, when you do this character, when you do this character, come on in. Oh, you know? I didn't even think of it. I thought it was like, we're hiring you for the day. This no, is your day I fee? feel like something like that. When they mm-hmm. need so many people, that they're, they're almost like on a contract. Yeah. But I don't know. I honestly don't know how it works. I'm just guessing. Cool. If you do know, let us know. I'm curious. Yeah. One of these days, we're going to get any of the voice actors on here to explain all this stuff to us. Yes. We'll do a special episode of some sort. For sure. Let's hit the B story for a quick second. Okay. I, I would love to hit the B story because I love when Bob and Teddy team up on something. I love how frustrated Bob gets with Teddy. I'm Understandably, also- but he also tends to get mean with Teddy. <laughs> I know. And that's like not my favorite version of Bob. Bob, I've said it a million times. Also, like, why, Bob? Like, it's the money thing. It's the money thing with the golf balls. Because you should know by now, Teddy's plans don't always work out. It doesn't take up a lot of screen time, but it takes up a lot of space in my heart. When Teddy is trying to go under and breathe through the hose going into the lake, and he keeps gagging. I was like cracking up. It was like very great physical comedy. And then when they're, they've done it, they've got all these golf balls. They're totally going to make a profit. <laughs> and then they have to run away from the security guard and all the balls are just falling out of the buckets as they go down the stairs. I just genuinely was cracking up. It's such a great B story. And I'm really glad you brought up the scene where Teddy's trying to go under the water because you leaned over to me and said, that sounded like it was improv and you were a hundred percent right. It was improv and even it was such a good improv that Lauren Bouchard posted <gasps> like outtakes of the improv on his SoundCloud. And j- just as an example of like brilliant improv, do you want to take a listen to some of it? Do I want to take a listen? <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm gonna be fine. Oh my god, I'm gonna be fine. This always happens the first time. I know, but you were like down there for like just like a, two seconds. You barely went down. I just got scared. Okay. <laughs> I just got scared. Are you okay, you're choking. I'm gonna be fine. Breathe into the hose. I am. I'm using the hose. Trying to Teddy, you're vomiting. It's making me gag. It's making me. You said you've done this it's before. Making me, it's making me gag. Maybe I try it once without the hose. No, you can't go. That's why I'm here. Those guys with the sponges. Don't they do that? Teddy, just go down. I don't need a hose. What do I need a hose for? We don't for? have all night. Go. Oh I'm sure I'm gum gagging every Dive time down, I try it, buddy. I'm gagging every time. I'm gagging every time I put it in my mouth. <laughs> we won't play all there's there's like five different versions of this it's so funny because you can hear them laughing in the background or like laughing in character and they it's, it's it sounds like they're having so much fun and we'll post the link on our show notes if you want to listen to the rest of them because they are so funny so well done 
And you're right. Like it, tr- sometimes that improv, you're like, that has to be improv. It's too good. And like in the moment. And I love that they toss those in the episode. Me too. And thank you for pointing out that they're laughing because that gives me so much joy. It's my favorite whenever characters break and they keep it in for whatever reason. Ah, this is just the show that keeps on giving. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Do you want a few fun facts that I can just kind of go through? Or do you have anything else you want to say specifically about this episode? I loved it. That is what I want to say. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the title, obviously, is a reference to... I will say this one. Sure. Like Water for Chocolate, it is on the Skylar movies that she will make Max watch in the next two weeks. And and somehow m- that list has gotten lost. Yeah, I... I, I I'm really good at misplacing that list, even though it's on my phone. Yeah. So I love that movie. I can't wait to rewatch it with you. It is a movie based on a novel by Laura Esquivel. 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 The only thing I remember from the movie, besides being profoundly moved by it, is that her sister has bad breath and so she can't get a husband and so her sister's like here and she makes her eat mint so does she have like, chocolate breath because <laughs> chocolate has like if you've it has a bad aftertaste and like breath it does yeah sure okay i'll eat some chocolate tonight and talk to you like three minutes after really really close to your face and you can tell me i have a question for our fans <laughs> okay i can't wait <laughs> i don't know if it's just me i talk to you about this all the time you know when you see really good acting or really hysterical comedy acting 
and they're talking to their co the actors talking to their co-actor in their face I always get so freaked out if for some reason I became an actor which I have no interest in no interest in and have to do a scene with a scene partner I'm like how do I get my breath good enough to be screaming in someone's face like that you know the secret what's the secret Listerine mint strips, the best <laughs> freaking mouth refresher of all time. I've got boxes of them in the closet. I've collected them in case they ever go off the market. But I am like, I'm like Larry David. He's shown that on Curb Your Enthusiasm that he is obsessed with like keeping his breath fresh. And I get, I get that. I don't want to like have like not fresh breath when I'm talking to someone. And if I was an actor and had to do scenes, not even like like you said, not even like kissing scenes or romantic scenes or like love scenes. I would that be like worry me. just in someone's face. Oh, I would all the time I would have that just ready to go right before we shot. Your scene actors are gonna hate you because what we've learned from eating those Listerine strips and then putting a mask on is that if your breath hits your eyeballs, you are gonna cry. Your your eyes are gonna water. I like to think that that's immediate, like as soon as you take the thing. But if you take it, let it sit for a moment, it does the opposite of the chocolate. It refreshes the breath without being spicy enough to make people cry. Maybe the person needs to cry in the scene and then two birds, one stone. I know. That's really ingenious. But you also hear about like actors pranking each other by like when they do have love scenes, they'll like bite into an onion before or I have, have something heard that. garlicky. That's so mean. See, my my ego can't take it. I would be like Teddy in that clip we just listened to if that happened to me. <laughs> stop, stop. Oh. I couldn't – that clip was great, but I was holding my mouth the whole time because my stomach was turning. Anytime there's a gag noise. Yeah, so like water for chocolate, not to be uh, confused with chocolate, which I confuse it with, or like water for elephants. Is that another one? Yes. There's a lot of – It's not like. I think it's just water for elephants. Water for elephants. And this is like – Water, water for, for chocolate. For chocolate. Like water for elephants and chocolate. <laughs> I want that. That should be like a, <gasps> that a should love be a story Bob parody. Title. Oh, there you go. I love that. Let's see here. There's a gummy tube candy bar that's manufactured by Spratz. And it's we last saw that in All the Way In. Can you guess? A, can, a very candy-heavy episode. Halloween? Yes. There's. It's a gummy. It's a hollow gummy tube. It's called gummy tube, I guess, is the candy bar. I I do not remember that. Full bars. Nice. They probably get one of them at, when they're getting trick or, when they're getting the full size candy bars during trick or treating. Nice. Um, if you want to go check it down, full bars is season three, episode two. And I don't have any more fun facts, but I do want to point out that we were watching the scene where Gene goes into the boardroom and talks like all the executives, and there's one old man who has a f- bunch of funny lines. He's, He's the oldest in the, group in the room, but he looks just like Mister Frond. I mean, and, it's like looking into Mr. Fron's future. Yeah, I think I'll toss the side by side up. Just you have to. Yeah, they look so much alike. And maybe this is like a lost father or grandfather to Mr. Frond. Mr. Frond doesn't look doesn't seem like someone who got very much love in his life. So maybe this <laughs> his dad was married to his work at the candy yes. factory and has devoted Spin his life. Off. Yeah, Spin there, off. there you go. Why they look so similar is their noses are drawn like a pointed down hot dog. It's just like a U-turn. Yeah. Go look. Go pull it up right now. Look at it yourself. Yeah. Not if you're driving. No, no, that's a bad idea. Not if you're... On a trampoline? On a trampoline. Maybe. It depends how skilled you are on a trampoline. I am very skilled. You, you saw could... me 
on our old VHSs, just flipping. Yeah. I was a weird fucking kid, and I wasn't very academically gifted. But I'd go out on that trampoline, and I'd just be flipping and twisting. I was a cool cat. Who cares about uh, academics when you can do that stuff? Right? If you're 10 years old and can do a back twist or whatever they're called... Oh, no. On the trampoline. Yeah. Oh, no, I can't do trigonometry. Watch this. <laughs> yeah. Which would you use now more? Probably the flips. Yeah. Have you seen the the rich people trampolines now? Oh, they've got like netting. No, and, fuck that. That is not aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Built in the ground. The belt in the ground trampolines. Oh, my God. Makes me want to have kids. Mine had no netting. And Mm-mm. had was off the ground on these like rickety mm-hmm. metal tubes, and people fell off all the time. One girl broke her arm at your house. Yes, were her parents mad? No, they understood because it was the nineties. Yes, miss it. Yep. Anything else you want to say about this episode before we get into these end credits? I'm ready. Okay. So the last minutes before the end credit is. Jean has returned, the whole family has returned to the restaurant, and Jean has inherited what should be an NS supply of uh, chunky blastoffs, but we know it's not going to last forever for him. No, Bob says like a month. Look at that thing. It's going to last you into your 20s. I give it a month. I give it a week. And I will spend that week in this box. Please forward my mail to this address. Jean, give me one. No. Give me one. No. Give it back. Give it away. So Gene is in his heavenly chunky blast-off box, taking a little snooze or getting rid of his snooze. He's not going to share any of that chocolate with Linda, who has become a candy fiend in this episode. Skylar's a candy fiend. What? I am not. I know. I like to say that because then you always like throw it back at me. Yeah. You're wild. I love candy. I love, don't get me wrong, I love candy, but I get tired of it very quickly. Yeah, and I will buy us all the sweets in the house. I'm a, I could, I'm more of a chocolate cookie cake fiend. Yeah, and I'm more of like a sour candy fiend. I like sour candies over chocolate candies. Except Max has started doing ice cream flights as I'm cooking dinner every night. I order a bunch of pints of ice cream. And then yes, as when it becomes dinner time, I pull out the ice cream and line them up. And we do like little sample testing before dinner. Oh, and dinner. we use our little spoon. And we've got a little tiny spoon that is like... It's an it's espresso like a, spoon. Yeah, it's like a metal version of the spoons they give you at the uh, ice cream place when you want to try a flavor. <laughs> anyway, after that last clip, tell me what happens in the end credits here, Skylar. So the girls are prepping burgers, classic kitchen scene. Bob is scratching his butt, and we get this fantastic music, which I can't wait to hear the lyrics for, and we get Gene in... A Rocco box. A Rocco box. A <laughs> Choco chunky, Rocco box. Chunky blast off rocket box that he wore to sneak into the executive boardroom. Oh, his sister's helping him. Yeah. It's really cute. sweet. It's cute. I, I want to point out that I love how when Louise puts the hairnet over her ears and they like droop Bend down. down. And it's so cute. When I saw that when we were watching the episode, I was like, I this would just take too long. So if you ever see one of these images, send it to me because... I want to make a carousel post on Instagram of every single, like, hat 
that like anytime her ears have to be pushed down for a different reason, I just think it would be really funny to swipe through. Oh, totally. Yeah. So he's really just like he's in his little like uh, I, I I'm going to assume that they gave him that to take home too, and he was thrilled about it. And now he's wearing it like a costume and dancing in it. And that's pretty much what he's going to do. He's coming from where he normally comes in the end credits. Now, if he brings this home, how long do you think this box is going to stay in the restaurant or the apartment? Because they have a small restaurant and a small apartment. I could see him pulling it into his room for a very long time. Okay. If it's in his room, that's fine. Yeah. But this is like something that I would bring into our apartment. And you'd be like, no, we can't keep this here for much longer. And then three years would pass, and I would very politely say, do you want to make a decision about the box now? And you'd say, yeah, 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 I'm going to do it. And then another year would pass. So now we're at four years, and I would say, honey, I love you, but I'm throwing this away, (laughs) and you don't get a decision anymore. And you'd be like, yeah. You just got to do that from the beginning. That's how it works. That's not fair. I know, it's true. I appreciate you checking in with me, but yeah, I do have some weird attachment to things like that. (laughs) Remember? Remember? (laughs) Oh, God, I can't wait for this. We were cleaning out Max's closet. Um, That's not a metaphor. (laughs) And I bought him a record player. I actually bought it after your mom died as like something to cheer you up. Wonderful gift. And we still have that record player to this day. We do. And Max kept the box. How many years have you kept the box? As long as that was, which is as long as Gene's chocolate is going to last him pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason for it to be in there. It was taking up like a fourth of the closet. Yeah. It was nice to throw that away. Anyway, let's get back into these end credits. As we said, Gene is just dancing around in this costume. The music is fantastic. We're going to get one little extra surprise and then they'll be over. Why did you say, oh, Linda? You tell us. Well, she walks into the window to get the burger that she has to deliver, but she is snacking on candy. She has a box of candy. It almost looks like Thin Mints. Now, is her mouth bright green? Oh, yeah, maybe. Let me go back a little bit. At the episode end of the episode, it's bright blue, which is hysterical. Ready to blast off? Yeah, there's. it looks like her mouth is green, even though she it looks like she's eating like it looks like Thin Mints to me. Like yeah, she's got so a green brown. box and these chocolates are coming out and she's like shaking it and they're like flowing into her mouth. You know, at least it's not cat food. So that's true. We have upgraded since, was it the last episode or two episodes I think ago? Two, two episodes, ago. Yeah. Because if I saw, if I walked in and saw a woman downing Thin Mints into her mouth, I'd be like, this is a place for us. Yes. Can I have that for dessert? Would be yeah. my question. Yeah. Oh man, I'm going to go order us a Thin Mint pint of ice cream now. You're not going to support the girls, the Girl Scouts. You just want knockoff. Oh my God, those Girl Scouts will get you. They will you get you. You cannot go shopping without them yelling at you. I don't buy. I don't really buy Girl Scout cookies anymore because it's a cult. No, Max. <laughs> <laughs> because I got in trouble. I can't say no. I'm a people pleaser. We know this. Blah blah blah. But when I was little. When I was in elementary school, I couldn't say no to all the Girl Scouts passing around their cookie things, and I had to tell my mom that I bought like a million boxes and that we <laughs> needed the cash. 
much. Did you buy a million boxes? It wasn't a million, but it was way too much. I just couldn't say no. I can just see you like coming home and walking through the door, putting like your jacket down and be like, Mom, I bought a million boxes of uh, Thin Mints. You got to go pay and then go in and do backflips on your trampoline. <laughs> yes. Now, when the music changes a little bit, I think when it says blast off, we start to see jeans. He needs tennis shoes under the rocket and he is bopping and bouncing under yeah that you can tell box. he's he's standing up a little bit taller and yeah yeah making really doing a dance to the left to the right yeah so he's like he's going to the right and to the left almost like the um rocket is taking flight or being yes. launched in both directions. And then what happens at the very end there? Gene down. Gene, Gene falls over. He his falls little backwards. legs. Yeah, his little legs twitching. And he probably has a hard time getting up. He's like a turtle. Yeah, his little tennis shoes sticking out are really cute. I love this song. Do you want to hear the lyrics? Yes, I love okay. this song. Getting off on a little chocolate. I want a chocolate rocket. <laughs> do what you do to me. So good and so chunky. Ready to blast off. Blast offs, chunky chunky blast offs. Woohoo! I said blast offs. Yeah, chunky chunky blast offs. Woohoo! Yeah, blast offs. It just makes you want to dance, which I appreciate. It is a great song, and honestly, just the song alone. When we get to scoring, is a big factor. But tell me your highlights and lowlights of well, my highlights the song. My li- my highlight is the song as well with the lyrics. It's really fun. Why we started this podcast is because we knew we had to be missing some details from these amazing credits. So when I discover something that I didn't see on the TV, but I do when we sit down, I love it. So that would be Linda's mouth for me. And Gene's little tennis shoes poking out. So cute to see his feet moving like that. He's really going at it. He's really dancing hard. He doesn't have to. He's got this giant costume on. He could kind of just like go... Side tied to side, but he's going for it so much so that he falls over. God bless Gene and his joy. Do you want to score them? Yeah, go first. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. I'm going to give these a solid seven H's. I am going to give them, because I like the song so much, I'm going to go 7.5. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I think uh, just like, yes, like I said, this this jingle is so fun. It's one of my favorite jingles I've done on the show. Like, I want to get up and dance to it while we make lunch. Yeah, and we might just do that. It is lunch. We should play it every time we uh, have our little uh, ice cream flights. Yes. I love Gene's little feet. I love his little costume. I love Linda still snacking on the chocolate. And I also love, as I said before, when we get no reaction from Tina, Mm -hmm. Louise, and Bob. Like, this is just like, oh, Mom and Gene. This is what they were Mm -hmm. like on this episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's get this stuff done. Let's get, we, we'll work. You guys can be the crazy ones. This, I love this it. sequence. Yeah. Those are the end credits to like Jean for chocolate. Thank love you everyone it. for listening. Go follow us on Instagram to see that side by side. Bob's credits, TikTok, Bob's credits, YouTube, Bob's credits. Get there before all the good stuff starts going up. We have a lot of big plans for 2023 with YouTube. So you can be one of the first support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Bob's credits. Skylar, what am I leaving out here? 
You're not leaving out a thing. Okay. Well, you can follow us on Instagram personally. I'm at oh hello, it's Max. I've gone private here and there because I'm kind of tired of like- Really? Yeah, I might make it public again, but- You're private right now? Yeah, I'm private right now. So if you do follow me over there- Do do I need to beat someone up for you? No, no, no. No, I just got tired of it. What? I just got tired of it. I got tired of like thinking like I want my posts to, to be- To do well. Yeah, I don't need to go into this, but- I Well, I want to hear about this later, so- And the hashtagging. I just did, I was like, I just want to post and not care and like let people who actually follow me see it and see if that's, you know. So okay. if you do choose to follow me, which I would love to have you follow me, just send me a DM saying you're a Bob's Credits listener just so I know to like approve the Aww, follow request. Cute. Um, Exclusive. Oh, yeah. And you can follow Skylar- at no crying and cooking. Yep. And hers is public. So don't worry about what I just said for hers. Yep. What else do you have to say before we get out of here? Stay Chaco. Chunky? Stay yeah. chunky blast off Yeah. Stay, Stay okay. chunky. Stay chunky. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.